When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com Fill out a short request form and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. <laughs> and we have our sexy voices on. We are doing this from our, our respective homes this week. Because Why? We brought home little souvenirs from Walt Disney World. <laughs> I brought home COVID. Yeah, it's possibly different souvenirs. We're not sure. Because Katie tested negative. I did, and Aaron tested positive. <sighs> Similar so symptoms. Weird. I don't know. Yes. It's a petri dish. I feel, yes, we always say, well, Disney World is the most magical petri dish on Earth. Mm-hmm. But so anyway... I- I think Katie's immune to COVID because she, for some reason, always has a virus at the same time someone around her has COVID, but never tests positive. Right, right. So we apologize for our audio quality. Hopefully it's okay. You can still understand us okay. But here we are. We're here recording. We're excited to be here. Hey, nothing stops us from bringing right. you guys the latest, greatest Disney information. Okay, so let's start off with a review. I fully expect sometime when we finally, we're in February right now reading reviews. Next year, when we're reading reviews from January of 2023, I fully expect to have some reviews that say, man, these girls are the hardest working podcasters doing it through COVID, through illness, just making it work. So one of you out there, go ahead and leave us that review. (laughs) Okay, this one is from LB from McKay. And the title is Great for First Time Trip Pleh. I'm going to guess it's planning. Five stars, which we appreciate. Katie and Erin are so knowledgeable and fun to listen to. Their extensive knowledge has really helped me thoughtfully plan my upcoming family trip to Disneyland. They cover a wide variety of content and are well-balanced for Disney veterans and Disney newbies. Highly recommend this podcast. Thanks, LB from McKay. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And And weekly reminders to go ahead and do it yourself if you haven't yet and remember that you can leave five star ratings as many times as you want to yes all right so there's some news we had some news happen while we were gone and and while we've been recovering from being gone lots of news news heavy disney like decided to drop everything all in one day for both coasts and universal which we're not really a universal podcast but maybe we'll touch on it real quick yeah, we will probably. Okay. Okay. So to start with, like they announced that La Brea was closing and also it closed the same day that they announced <laughs> it was closing. Like surprise. 
surprise, we're closed. And it has nothing to do with the restaurant not doing well or anything. It's just the company that owns La Brea decided to pull out of the restaurant business. So yeah. all of a sudden, there it's not there anymore. But exciting news for you Earl of Sandwich lovers like us. It will have a little pop-up shop going in La Brea for the time being until that building is torn down to get ready for Porto's. Yes, so we know now that that's where Porto's is going to go. Mm-hmm. However, Porto's does not move into existing buildings, so they will build a new one. Right. But that's exciting because that's the closest building to the main entrance of both DCA and Disneyland. So for all of you Porto's lovers, we haven't experienced it, but for all you Porto's lovers out there, it's going to be a nice, quick, easy walk to run to Porto's and grab some baked goods. Yeah, and hopefully while Earl of Sandwich is there, its popularity will be high enough that they'll decide to keep it permanently somewhere else. Well, I feel like they keep, didn't they have another pop-up Earl of Sandwich for a minute too, like last year sometime? I feel like they keep reviving it. Yeah, it wasn't a pop-up. They did say that it would be there in a pop-up capacity during the construction of Downtown Disney. So I don't know if this is what they had in mind, if they knew La Brea was going to close or if it just... Which, if they did, that's kind of crappy, because I imagine it was a surprise for the people who worked there, too. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, so that's one exciting thing that's happening at Disneyland. Can I just, can I share my favorite thing that's happening at Disneyland? Sure. They have finally listened to us. Well, not 100% listened to us, but they've thrown us a bone. And now, starting, what, February 4th? That's my anniversary, by the way. So it's my anniversary gift. Park hopping is now available at 11 a.m. instead of having to wait until 1 p.m. So, yeah, that's super exciting. You know, I feel like anytime I enter a park, I can I can kill three hours in a park before I need to hop. So it's nice. Yeah, I like this change. It's a good one. And maybe eventually we'll move to a zero hopping policy, right, where you don't have to wait any amount of time before you hop. That'd be amazing. And I hope that our friends on the East Coast get to have this soon. I will say that this weekend on Sunday, um, I started at Magic Kingdom and I was done at Magic Kingdom by like noon. And Betsy, our friend that was with us, we left Magic Kingdom and we were like, let's go to Epcot. And we realized it was only noon and we were like, oh, we can't (laughs) go to Epcot yet. And so we went back and sat in the pool for a little while and it was fine. But we were ready to go. We were ready to go do something else at noon because we'd spent enough time there. And so I'm just excited for these hopping policies to be lifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And then um, also in downtown Disney and more downtown Disney news. Oh, sorry. I jumped right over all That's of that. That's okay. I had forgotten that we had this on the list. <clears throat> but Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is starting their refurb already. And when it reopens, it will be Jazz Kitchen, Coastal Grill, and Patio. And it will have kind of a revamped look that will match the rest of the downtown Disney look that's happening. Yeah. I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. And I, I think like they're the gonna change, great. From what I've read, they're going to change a little bit of the menu. So I think that they'll still have the, although I did read something that was kind of disturbing. I'll tell you in just a second, oh boy. but I think that they're kind of revamping the menu a little bit to almost do like a Californian Creole fusion, maybe, hmm. which I, yeah. And I don't think it sits well with a lot of people, but I am willing to give it an opportunity, but I did read that they're going to be calling the the beignet window. <laughs> and I don't know if this is accurate or not, because I didn't look into it too much, but jazz, or they're going to call it beignets expressed with an ED at the end expressed. Huh. Like you express yeah. a pimple. I don't know. <laughs> 
No, like an expression. Like, oh yeah, maybe like except for yourself. except for I didn't go there. I thought of other expressings. Of course and... you did. <laughs> um, also, real quick, while we're talking about this, the Disney Home Store and the Wonderground um, Gallery are both closing, and the Wonderground Gallery will be moving into the ESPN Zone, the former ESPN Zone building. And the rumor that I read is that the reasoning is the home store is going to expand into the underground area. So I'm curious to see what happens with that. I feel like the home store could be a lot larger than it is. So Oh, yeah. It's so squishy in there. It's always so small. Mm -hmm. That'll be great. All right. What else do we have? So in big-ish park, the touring news, (laughs) Adventureland is now a dead end. So they're closing off the little walkway that is between Indiana Jones and New Orleans Square, that little section right there in Adventureland, while they finish the treehouse and while they are doing the refurb on Indiana Jones. Yeah. So you can no longer walk through there to go to New Orleans Square. You can still walk through Frontierland to get to New Orleans Square, though. So here's a question. How big is the blockage because I imagine it's not just one wall stopping you because that makes no sense. That's just stopping the flow of traffic, right? So there's got to be a section that's closed off. I know you can get to Bengal Barbecue, right? Right. Yep. Correct. But how big is the section? So that's where it starts is right at Bengal Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Where does that closed off part end? Down by Pirates? Maybe or just past the treehouse, maybe right at the bridge area. Maybe. I'm curious. Yeah. And I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see, too, opening dates on things. You know, we got this little teaser a week or two ago that Tarzan's Treehouse was reopening because all of a sudden it was not on the refurbished schedule anymore. And then the next day it (laughs) showed back up. I'm curious to see if they'll open both of those at the same time, Tarzan and Indiana Jones. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's part of the reason that they are not opening it yet because they want to not have to take that scrim down twice. Yeah, and maybe they're getting their final finishing touches done on Tarzan's treehouse, mm-hmm. and they can get everything together and up and running. That would be really cool, actually, if they opened that whole section back up right at the same time. People would be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I think so. It'll be nice if it's widened a little bit, too. Oh, because it's such a, a bottleneck. Yeah. Yep. And it might be kind of nice during this time while it's closed to go back there and eat a Bengal barbecue, because... It won't be such a slog to get through there, you know. Yeah, further, and Bengal Barbecue, if you've listened to us for any period of time, you know we love the Bengal Barbecue. We sure do. Mm, I could use so some Bengal Barbecue right now. Okay, and then for the 100th anniversary celebration going on at Disneyland this year, they are offering free attraction photo downloads for anybody who's a ticket holder. So obviously if you're in the park, you're a ticket holder, right? Right. <laughs> so you That's can have a cool those. thing. Yeah. So you can have, have they ever done that before? What? Had free photos for the, for the attractions. <sighs> That's a good question. I don't remember ever having free ride photos. I feel like it used to be that there was a counter near all of the exits where you could buy the ride mm-hmm. photos. Yep. But we just always, I mean, in Max Pass days, you got Photo Pass with that yep. for free, and then before and then D, that, you could just yep. buy Photo Pass for what twenty bucks a day or something like that. And we always, yeah, once that. digital photos became more of a thing, mm-hmm. it seems like they moved that route. But this is really cool. And so we've talked before about the different attractions that offer ride photos. You've got Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and is that it in Disneyland? <laughs> Buzz. Just well, kidding. That, we don't count us. <laughs> also, that one's always free. 
If you're out, that's because you only score 18,000 points. Who wants the photo of that? Correct. And then over in California Adventure, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Radiator Incred- Springs Racers. And Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. And is that it over there? I think that's it. Yeah. And the, the nice thing now is Radiator Springs has always been kind of a hot button issue because you don't get that ride photo if you buy individual lightning lane only for that right. ride, which is really right. silly. You have to bought Genie Plus for the day as well. So that'll be nice that that's included now. But this is yeah. only for the end of the celebration. Which is a year-long celebration, correct? Right. Starts officially January 27th. Yes, and on January 27th, also just a reminder, uh, Wondrous Journeys Fireworks at Disneyland Startup and World of Color 1 starts over at DCA. So you've got some new nighttime entertainment happening. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will open January 27th as well. I'm so excited for that. Me too. We got to ride that last week over at Hollywood Studios, and I was reminded how fun it was. It is so fun. And the Disneyland version has an extra scene that is That's not right. in the Disney World vision version. Oh. I'm so excited. I feel like we should go to Disneyland on the 27th. I think we should. Let's do it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Okay, and then is that it for Disneyland, or is there any um, more? No, actually, there are more dates that are going to be released right. at the lowest tier for those $104 tickets that are at the lowest tier. <clears throat> um, this was in a fun little letter from Josh DeMauro, I think, is who sent out this letter, and it's like, Happy New Year, and just threw all this information at us. But anyway, more dates for that lowest tier ticket are opening up, so that just means more cheaper dates. And I think I read that they have a total of about two months that are going to be available at that lowest price. Which is a big deal because there weren't that many to start with. No. And then Magic Key availability is going to be available off and on during the year as as they open up is how the the wording was which I don't really understand. Like as, as people don't renew, they'll open up availability or. I guess. And I kind of feel like that was just a given, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Didn't we kind of always assume that magic key would be available every now and then? I don't know that we can assume anything nowadays, but. <laughs> I they would were just like it to be available right permanently. Yes. <sighs> someday, Anyways. someday yeah, things will look normal. If you're hoping to buy a magic key this year, you may have the chance to do so. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of, that just gives me anxiety because I think like if you're not in the right place at the right time, yeah, you just got to be ready. Yes, like with your bank account and all of your things just ready and lined up to go. Right. And one of the nice things is to be able to upgrade your current park ticket to a magic key so that you save a little bit of money that way and you can't really do that. No. If you're not at the park when the magic keys drop. Yep. So, I mean, that one, eh, whatever. I'm not as excited about that as I am about Earl of Sandwich. Right, right, right. Earl of Sandwich. Okay. And then a couple of just little quick Walt Disney World news things that I think are important for us to talk about, just because it could be something that happens at Disneyland eventually. Maybe, maybe not. Yes. Uh, Free parking for resort guests, right? Right. Which is a big deal. Um. And once you're all, once you're at a resort, once you're staying at a Walt Disney World resort, you are able to move between the resorts and the parking lots at the parks. Right. As well. So that includes free parking at the parking lots, which is huge. Yes. And then um, free photo pass for Genie Plus purchasers. Which, which they did not have. They did not have before. 
so that's good weird. for them. And it, Disney World's Genie Plus is also cheaper than it is at Disneyland. So, and I assumed oh. that was the reason, but but not anymore. It's nice that they have that now. Right. And then this is something that I don't see coming to Disneyland because we have such a high percentage of magic key holders, but annual pass holders at Disney World starting is it now? Starting now or starting in April? I don't know. Starting I don't know of- either. But anyways, AP holders can enter Magic Kingdom after 2 p.m. on weekdays without a reservation. <laughs> can enter any park after 2 p.m. <clears throat> Not on just weekdays? Me. Yeah, on weekdays. It, the only, the, it can enter any park after 2 p.m. Um, anytime, except for the exception is Magic Kingdom on weekends. So oh, I you see. can still, you can still go to any other caveat. park on the weekend, but Magic okay. Kingdom, you'll still need to have a reservation. Got it. Okay. That was the and yeah. You don't think that will come to Disneyland? I don't know. I don't I think that we have such a bigger, higher percentage of magic key holders here. This is the same reason that we don't have a magic key specific gate like they do at Disney World for their AP holders, you know? Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. was hopeful that maybe it would. I just feel like so that's something that so many locals hate is not being able to just dip in for dinner after work or whatever. Yeah, and maybe it will. I could be totally wrong. Well, you know, something interesting that I noticed this last week that I don't remember noticing last – well, actually, I wouldn't have noticed it the last time I went because it was very much still – it was early 2021 when international travel was still just not really a thing. But I noticed this last week at Walt Disney World how many different accents I heard. Like you hear so many international accents and people everywhere I went. In fact, I would say it was probably 50% American or or American sounding English versus 50%, you know, English and Australian and uh, Brazilian and like all different languages. It's such an international place. We don't have that as much at Disneyland. Yeah. And we used to actually before the parks in Asia opened. Really? We used to have, at Disneyland, we used to have a much bigger... um, Asian tourism? Yeah, Asian tourism. Interesting. like that has slowed down quite a bit. Yeah, it was interesting to me how many different nationalities I witnessed while I was at Walt Disney World. It was really cool. I really enjoyed listening to all the accents. Um, One thing we didn't mention, let's skip back over to... Wait, are we done at Disney World? Um, Let's talk real fast about the nighttime entertainment coming. And Tron. And Tron is opening. So that's a huge... Tron opens on April 4th. They finally gave us an opening date for that. You are going to miss it by how much a week? Yes, but I'll be there again at the end of April, so I'll get to do it. Um, Happily Ever After is the fireworks show that is beloved. People rave about it. I've seen it. It's really great, and it is coming back. People are really excited about that. That comes April 3rd. Harmonious at Epcot will be ending on April 2nd. And then a new show, which is also, also an old show, right? It's been around before. Epcot forever. Um, Epcot forever. And we don't know when that's starting because they have to take down the barges for. The big taco barges. Yes. Which people are very excited about. (laughs) Yes. I liked Harmonious though. I thought Harmonious was beautiful and fun. and It was really cool. Those barges are great at night, just not during the day. No. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of an eyesore. Yeah. And I think that's it for Disney World. I just thought those were all worth mentioning since. I think there, could, so there could be some crossover. Yes. Um, but hopping back over to our beloved Disneyland and let's end yeah. on a Disneyland note. 
they, it was announced at D23 that Run Disney was going to be coming back to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we finally have a date for uh, Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend next Woo-hoo. January. Yes, January 11th through 14th, 2024. And registration for that will open to the general public on February 14th of this year. However, if you are a, I don't know what the gold or platinum run Disney member, I believe is what I read. Then you can register early on February 7th. And then the vert, there's a virtual option that you can sign up for starting February 17th. So Valentine's day for the general public, we know what Heath is getting for Valentine's day this year. Yes, he is. We've already discussed it. (laughs) He wants me to do it too. He wants that to be my Valentine's gift to him is me also running the race. Wait, which one? I don't know. Probably the half is what he wants. (gasps) I don't know. Keith, that's that's a lot to ask. Yes, big, huge commitment. So there's a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. And I imagine because of that, there will be some sort of – so this weekend we were at Walt Disney World during marathon (laughs) weekend, and marathon weekend consists of a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon – and then there are two bonus races or bonus race deals. medals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can do the goofy, which is the full marathon and the half marathon. And that's called a race and a half. And then you can do all four races and that's called the dopey, which is, I think, appropriately named. I can't even imagine <laughs> running a 5k, 10k half marathon and full marathon in four days. No, but we got to hang out with a handful of ladies that did that. Yeah, we did. And I, you know, I follow them on social media as well. And I just like, I got to go spectate the half marathon and it's, it's several hours of running. And then those people had to get up the next morning early and do double that. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind. Mine too. Congrats. To all them, though. Yeah. I wonder if we have any runners that listen, congrats to anyone who completed that. It's amazing. Amazing. It's just something I don't think I can, I don't think I could ever do. Yeah. It's crazy. And then we don't talk about Universal very often because it's not really our specialty, but they dropped some weird announcements today. If you're a (laughs) Universal person, they're going to be opening a new park in Frisco, Texas, which will be geared towards younger children, interestingly enough. Yes. I don't know why they didn't just add on to their existing park and make a children-centric area, but fine. People in Texas are excited. And then they also dropped some news about a year-round Halloween-themed park in Las Vegas. I wonder when they're coming to Boise, Idaho. Right? (laughs) Where's our theme park? We have one in Northern Idaho. Not a Universal Studios, though. (laughs) That's not a big name brand. I'm excited to try the new Super Nintendo World. Yeah, I am too. It looks really cool. In fact, I was talking to my friend today who's planning a Disney trip and she was thinking about adding on a universal day and she has one of her kids who's a really big Mario fan. And so they Mm -hmm. were really excited about the idea. They ended up, I think, deciding not to, but it looks really cool. And yeah, Yeah. I'm excited. And these two new parks, I didn't see the one, the Halloween one in Vegas, but I saw a little bit about the one in Texas. It looks, it looks fun. Yeah, I think it looks fun, too. I don't really have younger kids, so it's not really on my radar, but. But, hey, it definitely appeals to a lot of people, so that's good. All right, so that's it for news. And then we want to do a trip recap, but we want it to be good quality, and this is not our best quality. And so 
So we had these big intentions of doing a trip review this week. We've got so much to talk about. We have hotels to talk about. We stayed at three different hotels. Yep. Well, I, actually, let's talk about this. I stayed at three different hotels. Let's give you guys a little glimpse into what happened. We told you on our last episode, we told you that there was a little bit of a change in plans. Let's talk about that a little bit. So originally, when we started planning this trip, well, originally it was supposed to be shorter, and then it kind of grew into a little bit longer trip, and our final um, trip looked like Tuesday to Monday, right? Yep. So we left last Tuesday, flew to Orlando, got there super, super late, checked into our first hotel just for the night to sleep, and then we moved to another hotel, stayed there two nights, and then we moved to a third hotel and stayed there three nights, and then the plan was to come home Monday but I had a funeral to come back for. Yes. Which was important for me to come back. Yes. So I we was sad to cut the trip short, but for sure. And I was sad to lose Katie, but Katie ended up coming home Friday. So Katie ended up only staying at two hotels with us. And mm-hmm. luckily but the third hotel, the third hotel that they stayed at is one that I have stayed at before. So, so she missed out, but she's also had the, the, the experience before. So she's able to mm-hmm. comment on it. But it was it was interesting because those weren't our plans, obviously. You can't plan right, right. what happened. And with all of the flight stuff that was going on, we were a little bit nervous about whether that was all going to work out. And luckily, we were able to find different flights home and separate ourselves out. But it worked out fine. Yeah, it did. And, you know, Katie made it home to the funeral that she needed to attend, which was mm-hmm. very important. And I'm glad you were able to do that. Me too. Um, it left me all alone. Well, I had Betsy, but Betsy had, <laughs> Betsy had other things going on. And so right. I got to, I got to have some Aaron self-discovery time <laughs> at Disney world. I love yeah. that. <laughs> some in- introspection. What better place? Yes. Wandering the countries of Epcot, thinking uh-huh. about the meaning of life. But we're excited to tell you all about all of it when we have some better audio quality. <laughs> right. We want those to be good episodes, but things yeah. that you can look forward to. We'll talk about the hotels we stayed at. We'll talk about our VIP tour experience, which yes. was amazing. And we'll talk about just the trip as a whole. So please stick around with us, even though this was not our best episode. Please don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> We're still here. We're just sick. But we'll be back next week and we'll start talking about our Walt Disney World trip. And yeah, thank goodness Disney dropped enough news to give us some content for this week. Yes. And hopefully you guys all had a very happy holiday season and a great new year, a great start to your new year. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop. And once again, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast if you're listening to on Apple. If you're listening on Spotify, Uh, We wouldn't mind a five-star rating there as well. So we appreciate all of those. We haven't gotten a review in a hot minute, so we'd love a couple reviews. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for everybody that's reviewed us so far. And we'll be back next week. We'll talk about this trip. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.